0: The Gemara in Megillah teaches. Reb Shmuel bar Yehuda said, yeah. Esther requested from the sages to establish Purim as a yamtif. The sages responded that doing this can incite the nations, for they will say that we are rejoicing at their downfall. Esther said, But I'm already written in the Chronicles of madai and Paras, and these chronicles are already widely available, as it says in one of the final Psukum in the Megillah, And, as it says in the Megillah, this request was then instituted. Empirical tests of the Megillah says va'yichtev mardchai said varim ha'elah lekayim alehem li'as oisim as Yom Arba Asar lechaydish ader b'chol shana v'shana as Esther requested. Esther then sent a follow-up request to the sages, kisvuni lederis, that Megillas Esther should be incorporated as one of the holy scriptures. This too. The sages initially refused, based on a pasuk from Mishlei, indicating that the battle against Amalek should be written about in Scripture only three times. It is already discussed in Parshas Beshalach and Sefer Shmois, and in Parshas Ki Seitze and Sefer Devarim, and in the story of Shal Hamelech and Sefer Shmuel where Megillus Esther to be incorporated as a part of Tanakh, that would result in it being mentioned in Scripture four times. However, the sages then interpreted the Pasuk, the verse in Parshas B'Shalach, Kesev Zois Zikarin Basefer, that the battle of Amalek should be written as a memorial Zikarin sefer in the book. And they interpreted it so Save Zeus, write this, refers to that which is written in Torah, meaning in Shmois and in Dvarim. Zikaron, a remembrance, refers to that which is written in Neviim, in Shmuel. And Basefer is that which is written in Megillus Esther. And the three times mentioned in the Pasuk and Mishle then refer to the three Sections of Torah, namely Torah, Nevi'im and K'soven. These two anecdotes can help clarify for us a puzzling thing. The miracle of Purim occurred through Mordechai and Esther together. And Mordechai educated Esther and continued to be her mentor throughout the events that took place, including all of Esther's Efforts to counter Mandhaman's decree. And yet, the Megillah is not called Megillas Murdchai or even Megillas Murdchai V Esther, but only Megillas Esther. In light of the above, however, especially since Merdchai was part of the Sanhedrin that initially rejected Esther's request. It is understood that it's Esther's Megillah, because she's the one that pushed through the legislation incorporating the Megillah as part of Tanakh. On a deeper level, the Yom Tav of Purim is connected specifically to the feminine attribute. As it says in Maseche Shabbos, on the Pasuk at the end of the Megillah, Kimu v'kiblu the Jews upheld and accepted the Gemara says, "Kimu kvar." They upheld and solidified their commitment to that which they already accepted. And the Gemara explains that at the time of Matan Torah, when the Jews said, Nasa we will do and listen to everything Hashem says," accepting the Torah, they did so in response. To kafa Alelayam Harkegigis, Hashem holding the mountain over their heads. So they were coerced. But hader Keblua, in the period of Akashverish, the Jews upheld the Terah on their own, willingly, thus ratifying their earlier acceptance. In the writings of Chassidus, the coercion of Matan Torah is clarified from a different perspective. The mountain represents the powerful love of Hashem that Hashem has for all of the Eden which by Har Sinai was on full display. This caused a mirrored response by the Jews, who were caught in Hashem's embrace and could only respond, I do. But in the time of Purim, the opposite was true. There was a mountain of concealment. The Jews were living under a very real threat of annihilation just for being Jews. And yet, despite this, all the Yidin had held strong to their Jewish identities and increased their Jewish identities and their commitment to Teirah and Mitzvah. In this way, they demonstrated that their connection to Hashem was not because of the glamour of Matan Tera. Their love for Hashem was because of who they are. And it was something which was always. The male attribute is mashpia the inspirer or influencer. The female attribute is mekabel, the recipient. Therefore, the Holy One, blessed be He, is likened to the chasan, the groom, and the Jewish people to the kala, the bride. Purim is a time when the inspiration and love came not from above, from Hashem, but from below, from the Jews themselves. Therefore, the megillah too is called after, specifically, Esther. There's also an important practical lesson for us. Because even though Mordechai was the mentor, and he was the one who gave the instructions, the emphasis is on Esther. Because she is the one who actually got it done. And this teaches that even more important than anything else is practical action, And the story of the Megillah demonstrates that when it comes to practical accomplishment, it's the wives and mothers who are the Akeris and ensure the continuation of Klal Yisrael.